Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. the Tuesday, November 21st edition of Dealing with KC. I'm Damian Borling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we are so happy that you are here with us on this Tuesday, the day after the Sacramento Kings get their ass handed to them in New Orleans by the Pelicans. Kings could have done us a solid here, gotten us through the next two days. Massive audience, seven-game win streak, Sacramento's on fire. Not so much. Uh, It was one of those rare games that Casey and I got to watch together, at least the first half of it. And I think we both felt, even early, uh, with the Kings down double digits and fighting their way back, like, this doesn't feel like their night. Now that I think about it, we should stop watching games together. (laughs) I wholeheartedly agree, but. (laughs) You know what the other game was. Houston. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Well, we had to. Well, yep. Could have just threw the football game. <laughs> it was good. I was going to say, we, we watched the first Houston. We had to have watched the first Houston game together, too. Right? Versus, no, that was a Saturday. Oh, it was a Saturday. Monday was the massacre. Oh, man. <laughs> well, next time the Kings are uh, on at 4 or 5 o'clock, we'll just watch The Office. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just turn it. Not on. only are we zero for two watching games together, they're the two worst losses of the year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good call. The next that's time a good call. we have one of these situations, looks like 
No. Because we're not here Friday, so we don't have to worry about it. It's going to be a while. Okay. All right. Tuesday, January 9th at Detroit. Okay. They've got got at Detroit on the 9th, at Charlotte on the 10th, at Philly on the 12th. Okay. So we got a little while. Kings fans, don't worry. You guys will be all right. Okay. We'll stop watching games together because it ends in a bloodbath, and that's what (laughs) happened uh, last night when the Kings lost by 1,000, 129. Uh, to 93 again they 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 fell down double digits and we both kind of thought I don't know that they're going to be able to dig their way out of this one saw Kevin Herter back shot wasn't falling for him early and it was just kind of one of those where the 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 vibes were were off uh, to start this game then they fought back and it and it looked like like okay if they can you know I I I thought this I didn't say it I'm not going to get credit for it but it felt like a lot of that back in the first quarter for Sacramento had a lot to do with the way New Orleans was playing because it's not like Sacramento wasn't necessarily like lighting the world on fire They're playing playing fine but for 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 the first time in in in, the, in that game New Orleans had started to miss shots like they had mm-hmm. shot I think 100% it felt like for half the quarter. Yeah, they then they off nine for nine. Then they started to miss a couple, yeah. and Sacramento was able to take advantage, kind of in a slow way, but they were able to take advantage, cut that lead down, eventually take the lead, and when the Hornets got, the, or excuse me, the Pelicans got the lead back, it was like, I don't know how many more, I don't know how many more deficits this team could dig itself out of today. And that was before Chris Duarte left. Mm. That was before Keegan Murray never returned, mm. and that was on top of Sasha being out and Keon Ellis being out. So you were already shorthanded going into the game. You managed to get even more shorthanded uh, coming into the conclusion of the game, but Mike waved the, the the white flag pretty early. I honestly thought Mike waved the white flag at the start of the second half yeah. when Domas picked up his fourth foul, and he just let it go. Yeah. He was like, look, we're, look, if there's any chance of us winning, Domas probably has to be on the floor. If he leads us to a comeback, great. Uh, if he fouls out, it's whatever. I'm pulling him and De'Aaron. Yeah. And that's ultimately what happened. Yeah, I mean, that, that game, when they when – they, uh, what was the run in the second? I think it was thousand between, to two. <laughs> between the second quarter and the third quarter. It was like 43 to 10 mm-hmm. was the run. It was like, this is – and the two this quarter, nasty. the two quarter run from the second and the third in its totality was seventy one to thirty eight. Mm. Yeah, not good. No, it's not good. Not good. Uh, they, it's uh, not good. They, but they got smacked up yesterday. They couldn't make any that, shots. De'Aaron couldn't hit anything from the field. I remember at one point in the third quarter, it might have been around the last time he played. Um, he was one of nine from beyond the arc, mm-hmm. like three of fourteen or something. I like. think he finished two of twelve. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, two couldn't, couldn't make any shots. And I don't – me personally, I know we talk about it a lot. And you, I don't know if you feel the same way, but you know, I don't have a problem with him letting it fly. Like, shoot, shoot the ball. It just didn't go down uh, that time. I know maybe uh, people want him to attack the basket a little bit more, but, you know, these, these shots he's got to he's got to hit and he's got to shoot and he's got to hit. So I didn't have a huge problem with it. No, I and, and I think that's just part of an, an indictment. That's just part of a – that's just part of what that game was, mm-hmm. whether it was New Orleans. And this is difficult because I don't have a great grasp for New Orleans, and I can't get a great grasp for them coming out of last night's game. Obviously, New Orleans, I mean, uh, 
Zion was 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 very good. The Will Z jinx in full effect. Um, Ingram is you know Ingram hit a shot yesterday. I was like I don't know what you're supposed to do yeah. against Ingram that. Like is, I don't know how you stop that. Ingram is terrifying to me. Yeah, like as a <laughs> it, like, and I'm I'm not I'm not talking like legal. I'm talking about like on the Sacramento Kings. I don't know how you stop Brandon Ingram from doing yeah. some of the things he was doing last night. So like I I see the I see the pieces for New Orleans. I'm curious if it can all come together. And if it does, how? But I can't give an I can't give like a a proclamation on like oh this team is really scary because I think a lot of what we saw yesterday had to do with Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if New Orleans forced Sacramento to shoot the three, or if Sacramento was gassed and was just shooting threes, praying they'd go in because they knew they could get back into the game and potentially win it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know James was kind of tiptoeing around this yesterday. It's. I don't believe these are real, but yesterday is what you. If there is a such thing as a scheduled loss, yesterday was probably it. Yeah. It feels like an excuse, and you don't want to lose by fifty. But the way that the 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 way that they played, aside from again losing by fifty and giving up one hundred and twenty nine points, right. it shouldn't be terribly shocking that they looked that sluggish. Now, if this happens on Wednesday. I'll have a lot more concern. Mm-hmm. I'll have a concern about the Pelicans. I'll have a concern about the Kings, you know, avail- a, a, a ability to sustain their play through a long stretch because it's every other day, every other day, every other day. That's not stopping. Mm-hmm. That's going to continue. That's it's 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 going all the way through Friday. So uh, at minimum, and 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 I think they play Sunday. I'll double check because I certainly know that they play Tuesday. Uh, no, they'll have a couple of days off after Friday. They'll have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. Um, before they have another back-to-back, which is something to keep your eye on. I saw Will posted they were 8-7 and seven last year in back-to-backs. So I don't know what to do with it. We got four hours. I don't know what to do with this game. I feel like we covered the whole thing here in the first eight minutes. You know, a lot of uh, – I think this specifically for, for De'Aaron Fox is one thing that I'm thinking about and looking at is uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, that was an average setter game. <laughs> oh yeah, because the yeah. was shooting like forty-seven yeah. percent yeah. from three. Yeah, and that I'd, sucks. I'd much rather. Well, look, the truth of the matter is he wasn't going to shoot forty-seven percent from three. Oh. so I'd much rather wait forty-seven percent. That's his percentage. Shooting, he was shooting some crazy. It was like forty-one. Three. I think it was forty-one. I thought it was a little higher than that. I thought it was forty. I thought it was something. Forty-seven is crazy. Yeah, if he was shooting forty-seven percent, that's the Kevin Hart thing from last year. But hey, instead of going two of fifteen over three games, get it two for twelve in one game, (laughs) and bring that thing back down to where it's probably going to be, which is you know around thirty-six, thirty-seven percent. Yeah. So they they didn't hit shots. I think um, you know they were they were just sluggish. They were sluggish, sluggish team. Um, and there's a number of different reasons for that, but um, you know, you 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 take your lumps and you get ready for Wednesday. The one thing I will say though is I do want to see them stop getting beat by like thirty thirty five points, like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's just one game, but I don't want you to be non-existent even in a game where you don't have your best. You know what I mean? Where you're not uh, completely you know, rested or whatever the, whatever the case may be. Like, you can't just keep getting blown out. And I'm not saying keep getting blown out. Like, they've gotten blown out a lot this year. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, 
This you got about, I'd say three of those games a year max, or you're down by like 35, 40 points. Like three of those games max if you're one of the top teams. That should never really happen. Multiple times. I, I feel you, and I and I understand exactly where you're coming from. But in like, I don't care as long as. I mean, it's still it's like last night's loss sucked. It's still one. Yeah, for sure. If they had won by fifty, it would have been one win. They lose by fifty. It's one loss. Mm-hmm. All that matters now is how you play Wednesday, mm-hmm. and and of course now there's there's just a. A, a laundry list full of other things that we have to watch going into this game now. Uh, Keegan's Murray's health is, is probably the number one thing. I ain't no probably about it. It is the number one thing. I went back and checked uh, Kyle's podcast friend who can no longer be named out of this show after mm-hmm. uh, threatened legal consequences for saying Tragic. his name. Yeah, it's a sad day. Uh, but he was uh, he's covering you know the, the, the Kings for the B, and uh, it was actually uh, his – tweet that alerted me to Keegan not out there because we were on our way home mm. I was like oh okay it's weird and I, j- I went back to see if he had any sort of uh, updates and I and I I did notice that I noticed on the broadcast but I wanted confirmation before so that Keegan Murray never came back out to the bench mm-hmm. so he whatever was going on with him he stayed in the back the rest of the the rest of the game so that's the thing to watch now yeah uh, moving forward is Keegan's availability Short term and long term, yeah. and and what exactly happened that uh, allowed him to not come back after halftime? Yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. You wonder, you know, if it's a back, um, they're getting beat down by thirty. You know, why have him come sit on that bench? You know what I mean? Just maybe that's the case. Hopefully, that's the case. Like, stay in the back. You know, stay the on little, the stretching table the or whatever it is, it, yeah. and do all that because for six eight. You know those those benches aren't the most comfortable thing. Got to give him the the Phil Jackson throne. <laughs> yeah, give him the the, the booster Le, seat. And then LeBron uh, had his own, and David yeah. Blatt didn't even have one. <laughs> well, did David Blatt have a bad back? Did LeBron? <laughs> well, I, I I I don't know. Is it, it, it? I don't think it's just back either. It's hips and knees too, yeah. isn't it? LeBron's, low, LeBron's 38. Those are low seats. Of course, you know, those are low seats. Well, he wasn't 38 when David Blatt was there. Yeah, but he was the king. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He was the king, though. David Blatt was not the king. <laughs> There's like a video of... Uh, he's got to have his throne. ...of LeBron not sitting down or like somebody didn't move until the, the seat was there. Like LeBron was... It's just funny. It's like he's like... I'm not doing anything until you put my throne there. Well, there's a video of LeBron being disrespectful and eating food on the bench. I remember that. Oh, <laughs> the outrage. LeBron, LeBron, food gate from LeBron James. How uh, disrespectful. They, they were having uh, tall white cho- chocolate mo- uh, mochas last night on the bench. Well, we can't confirm that that's what they had, but, <laughs> yeah, probably probably not far off. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about – we'll talk more about uh, this game, more specifically – the injuries and how I believe the injury gods are really big fans of John Hollinger. Mm. Got that coming up. We're just getting started. We're so happy that you're here with us. Steelham and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. 
Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. That was a lot more fun to talk about the Kings getting beat up. We talked about Survivor Series. It's a Thanksgiving tradition unlike any yeah. other. Jesse, now I'm, now was, I'm wondering if, 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 if my Jesse timeline uh, is Jesse, Jesse had no idea yeah, that's right. they used to do Survivor Series on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was they the first I heard about it, it. At about, I'd say about, so it didn't conflict with the football games. It was probably about 5 o'clock, like when the, the new football game that they put on in, in prime time. It used to come on at about that time. I don't, yeah. They used to do numbers. Sold out arena. Uh, See, I'm with that. Bring, bring that back. Let's get like, rid of the 5:30 NFL game or whatever. You can keep it, whatever. But bring back Survivor Series. On I could be. That game is always whack. This this week, hopefully, it's another blowout. Niners blowing out the Seahawks. Hopefully, we've been waiting nine years to get our get back on the Seahawks. Richard Sherman, Russell Wilson eating turkey on the Niners field. We, we've been waiting for nine years to get that get back. We're getting it on Thursday. I need Brock Purdy eating that turkey on the field. Straight up. Okay, was, I needed to double check. Real quick, when I, yeah, was yeah. Bret Hart? When was the I Quit match? That wasn't on Thanksgiving night, was it? The I Quit match? Yeah, the, where he threw the mom threw in the towel. Oh, against Bob Backlund. Yeah. That was 95. That wasn't Thanksgiving night, was no, it? No, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was because I don't think they switched until 96. But you know I'm going to – you know I got to look now. <laughs> Survivor <laughs> – Series was that ninety five or was it ninety? No, ninety five was Diesel. It feels like it was about ninety. I think it was ninety four. Yeah, because ninety three. It had to be ninety four because Bob Backlund won the title like two days later. Or Diesel, um, yeah. Diesel won yeah. it from Bob Backlund two days later, November twenty third, nineteen ninety four. I'm. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Mm, okay, I remember. I remember watching that on VHS. Like somebody recorded it for me, and I watched it. You know, probably the same day Bob Beckham lost the title. I might have watched it on like a Friday. So this one was actually Thanksgiving Eve. Mm. Wow. So they did Wednesday. Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving Eve. That was in San Antonio, I think. And it changed. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. I remember the logo and stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Melsler <laughs> is in full effect. Look at this guy. Wow. <laughs> Look Mesler. at this guy. Um, <laughs> and I think and it also, wasn't the 96 Survivor Series. It was 95 that they switched to Sunday. That was also the Doinks versus the Kings. The Kings as in Jerry Lawler. Doink, dink, 
all that other stuff. Yes. That was a good Survivor Series. But I think that was the one where Jerry got in a little trouble and they had to take Jerry out of the match and it wound up being Shawn Michaels. No, it wasn't that one because Jerry fought. Jerry was in it. Shawn Ma- and and wasn't that Yokozuna taker in the in a casket match? Yes, I believe that's where he came back. Because uh, in I think it was the Royal Rumble where he ascended to heaven, <laughs> where the all of the bad guys killed the Undertaker and he ascended to heaven, and it was he got his revenge here uh, in San Antonio, Texas. Good <laughs> story. This is just true. You guys don't remember <laughs> so the casket it, match. Wait, where, was that when he ascended to heaven? Or oh no, that was Stone Cold who was up on the cross. No, that, no it wasn't a cross. It was a symbol. It was a symbol. There's a great clip that you can <laughs> catch. What's it when Big Boss Man got hung? That well, was that, well, I, you watch that back. That's still wild to this day. I get it's fake, but that was wild. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it was another Survivor Series where Jerry Lawler got in trouble. Oh, no. Yeah, Jerry Lawler had uh, Queasy, Sleazy, and Cheesy. That's right. Against Doink, Dink, Wink, and Pink. I knew Pink was in there. I knew that. I remember that match. See what happens when the Kings get blown out? Jerry Lawler's not even safe. I don't know how. I don't even know how you couldn't love wrestling. What are you watching? Well, it's it's Jerry Lawler. He's the king of Memphis, and he's wrestling with Queasy, Sleazy, sleazy and Cheesy. It's these little fellas. Then you got these little clowns over here with Doink, Dink, Wink, and Pink. <laughs> Man, I, Doink I, I low-key was fire. Like the original, original Doink, like the I scary clown. I don't remember clown. him like that. Yo, the original, original Doink was fire. Because he was scared. Like he was legit like a scary clown. Was he scarier than Papa Shango? Uh, or no, not Papa Shango. I'm sorry. Uh, the Sandman. You know, Sandman was wild. And the that Sandman the, from ECW? No, no. Okay, what? The... Uh, Who's the guy that ate, ate worms? The boogeyman. Oh, the boogeyman. The boogeyman. The boogie, yo. No. That guy no, was crazy. Like, the lights had to be turned on when the boogeyman came out. <laughs> what the funny thing about the boogeyman is, wasn't he like 50? I don't know. Yeah, he's some old dude. The boogeyman was like 50 years old. He, I think he tried out for Tough Enough, and they and he lied about his age. And then they find out how they found out how old he was. So he was like, sir, you can't be on the show. Like, you're too old for the show. He was like the pants on the ground guy from American <laughs> Idol. <laughs> and and uh, they eventually brought him in, and he was the boogeyman. I swear to God, he was like 50 years old. Oh, Maybe not that old, but he was pretty old. You talk, you talk about the lights had to be turned on. That, never mind. It wasn't one of my proudest moments. It, it went a little further than I thought it was going to go. But I, I scared Reese when he was four, maybe five. Wow. And it was the Fiend era. And I was in his room. Lights off, and uh, I think Jazz was like, hey, Reese, go get uh, your shoes out the room or whatever. And he goes in there, and he turns the corner, and I said, let me in. And he goes, ah! Runs down the stairs. He was out. I thought it would just scare him a little bit, and he would stay there. No, yeah. he was gone. He was oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, that's what the uh, the lights being on for the boogeyman reminds me. The of. chatty house is asking, "What is it that the boogeyman used to? What he used to do? He used to do? Yeah, he used to eat worms. 
Okay. Live worms. I, okay, I don't know why they're asking you to pronounce the word worms again. Oh, but no. we ain't, I ain't even, uh, I, no. I, I didn't no. hear it, so I didn't hear I didn't it. Hear so it either. I, I thought it sound, <laughs> sounded clean to me. You know what, say it back one more time. <laughs> worms. It sounds good yeah, to me. That's fine to me. That's fine to me. <laughs> I, I know it's so cheesy in hindsight, but the Undertaker getting like nailed shut in a casket and then ascending to heaven. Dude, that's good stuff for like a like eleven year old. Like that's fire. No, it's absolutely fire. I saw it the other day, uh, and they cut to the video. Remember the video that they showed right before like he ascended, where it's like he's they sh- it's like a in it's an in casket camera. So you're looking at a dead Undertaker, and then he he you know he does the the quick turn and his head and his eyes open, and he does <laughs> this. You know, I'm gonna go be with the demons or something, whatever. Rest in peace. And he clo- rolls his eyes, and then he dies again. And then a few minutes, he, like you, see, you see him like ascending. And Vince McMahon, the Undertaker is ascending to heaven. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm trying to look at for it right now. Which one is it? It was when Nine, he fought who? Royal Rumble '94 versus Yokozuna. Mm. They were throwing the Undertaker in caskets. Like, what should we do this time? Let's light it on fire this time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> What did we do last time? Well, we nailed it. Show. What should we do this time? Yeah, burn it. No, did they burn? Oh, yeah, that's right. Kane burned the Undertaker. Yeah, and, uh, well, and then uh, Randy Orton almost set himself on fire, uh, <laughs> setting the casket on fire. Oh, I remember that. Oh, do you remember? remember when Randy Orton had him in the back of the car and he drove him into the stage or whatever on SmackDown, I think it was? I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I do remember that. I think I do. Dude, he had him laid out in the back of the car. It's reversed. I do so remember just that. right into the stage. I got a vague memory of that. <laughs> My favorite casket moment is again. This is what happens when the kings get their ass kicked. My favorite casket moment We're is when they going. lock the Ultimate Warrior in the casket. Oh in no! Like, oh yeah! Like in the the the, the original when they had the funeral parlor interview segment. I see. This they, is all vaguely. I vaguely they lo- it's a gr- it's a great bit. They lock him in the casket, and so all of these guys come out, and the, it's the stupidest thing you'll ever see. Where they're trying to like open the casket by hitting it with a baseball bat. <laughs> I so remember I remember Conrad Thompson was asking Bruce Pritchard, like, "Why did you guys hit the? Why did you think getting the casket open with a sledgehammer was going to work? Like, what were the? What was the idea there?" He was like, oh, there was no idea. They hated the Ultimate Warrior, so they just took this as an opportunity to make his life miserable. So when they shut the casket on him, they just started hitting it with a sledgehammer because they knew it would piss him off, and he wouldn't know who did it. They're just there before, like, hey, fellas, what do you think it would be if we hit him with a bunch of sledgehammers? Oh, snap. That's one of my favorite bits of all time is when they locked the the, the, the Ultimate Warrior in the casket. Let's go, man. That is cold. Damn. The uh, uh, For those that were wondering, Dink pinned Sleazy, Pink pinned Cheesy, mm. Wink pinned, oh, no, Doink pinned Jerry Lawler. That's how yeah, uh, that's how the match, one, match yeah. shook out. Yeah, I do remember that yeah. one. Uh, real, real quick on um, all of this. Oh, man, I had a thought. Did you see the it. clip of Joe, Joe Budden talking about the Ultimate Warrior? No. He, they were talking about some, like, conspiracy theory, and he was like, yeah, it's like when there were two Ultimate Warriors. <laughs> and Flip is like, what'd you say? Yeah, there were two Ultimate Warriors. The one died, and they brought out another one. <laughs> no. And he was like, no, that, that's like a myth. Like, there's no 
this one guy. He was like, Psh, I've been watching my whole life. That was two Ultimate Warriors. <laughs> I remember the I remember the rumor as a kid that there were two Ultimate Warriors. I do. I remember that one too. There's just one. That one too. There's just one. Oh, good, good uh, callback from our man Warren right here. Danny in San Francisco would be throwing stuff in his <laughs> office right now. That's fact. That, that's what I was gonna say because I, I'm not even gonna talk about when I saw this and why I chuckled because it's not funny. I'm really not gonna mention it. I say that all the time. I'm not gonna mention. It. I might mention it to you, but I'm not gonna mention it. But um, they showed Vince uh, his car, his limo blowing up the other day, <laughs> and look, man, that's still funny to me. I don't, I don't care know what anybody says. I I I don't know how they did it yet. Really. Well, yeah, because the foot was still there. Did they have a fake foot? No, no. What was going on? They filmed it the night before. So, But the, how did how did they – because if you see, like, there's a foot there. Obviously, no. something's going on. And So he sits down in the limo, yeah. and his foot's out. Yeah. His foot goes in, and the door shuts. Uh-huh. The door shutting is the cue to clip to the, to the new to – the, to, the, to the previous footage. That may, I mean, that makes sense. But as soon, well, I mean, they figured it out. But I'm saying, like, as soon as the foot gets in the car, it blows up. No, the door shuts. And that just, they, they just clipped it that yeah, way. Yeah, when the oh, door okay. shuts, that's when they it blows up. They did a good up. job of that. The that fun- looks seamless. Well, the funny part is. They, I ain't going to lie to you. They, that looks seamless. I, I don't, that was, that was the Chris Benoit year. I don't remember what year that was. That was a dark year. But. That was like 05 or 06. There was enough. It was it was recent enough to have phones. Mm. Did no one notice that when they left the venue, there was no burning limousine outside? <laughs> no. Like, because that was the end of the show. Yeah. Like if that, like you could have run out of the venue yeah. and seen the limo that just blew up. Oh, you mean McMahon. the people who were there? Yeah. There's no burning limo. <laughs> the beauty of wrestling. <laughs> The, the, the WWE one that had just been the fire had just been put out. The Not WWE nothing. headline was crazy. The dot com headline: yeah. Mr. McMahon dead in limousine explosion. <laughs> like whoo, whoo, yo! And just like a Lord. soap opera, how do you come back from that? Do you just come back the next week? No. When do you, you don't I, remember? No. I think I was about I was about gone. No, when that Benoit died, or the ben, oh. Benoit the Benoit thing happened. Oh. He didn't die, and they just the moved thing on. happened. Yeah, he he came out. The, the night Benoit died, I remember they didn't that raw. So that was his first night out. He mm. came out. They were supposed to do like a funeral for Vince that night, mm. and he came out, and the arena's empty. They didn't have a yeah. show that night, and he gave, in hindsight, this god awful speech. Yeah. And then they aired like a Chris Benoit DVD in place of of Raw, but everything got scrapped because yeah. of what happened with what Chris Benoit did. Yeah, I, I and yeah, yeah. I was going to go deeper into it, but we talked a lot of wrestling. Might as well keep going, bro. <laughs> it is Tuesday, Thanksgiving week. <laughs> and the Kings did lose by 79 <laughs> right. last night. Who wants so. to relive that? Yeah, nobody. Literally <laughs> nobody wants to relive that. I didn't I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize that was. And just for people thing. who are just tuning in, we have no update on Keegan Murray, Chris Duarte, Trey Lott. We've got an update on absolutely nothing. Mm. We've got nothing, and I know that's what everyone wants. That's what everybody's waiting for. We've got nothing in terms of those guys' availability for yeah. Friday. Um, I assume there's some sort of film session today. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt there's like a practice practice. Uh, get them off their feet. Yeah, there's well, definitely a film session going on, which means uh, you know Chris Biederman, the guys who are. And I, I don't. I think Biederman might be the only one there. 
he, it's, it's not like, hey, Chris, come sit in the film session. Right. You know, it means there's no media, media availability for yeah. him. So uh, I don't want anyone tuning in. They're missing something. You're not missing anything. We're we're waiting out nah, on information look, just like you are. You're not. And, and we'll we'll find a way to talk. We're going to talk about it. But you're not missing much. It was a beat down. They ain't practicing mm-hmm. today. <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> and right now have any injuries? No. Uh, the the so one, back that to was Vince his... McMahon blowing up in the limo. <laughs> that was no, that was a that was a clean edit job because obviously yeah. I didn't think it obviously, but in like, did they have a fake leg and he jumped out the other side? Like, what did they oh do? Because <laughs> it was seamless. Like it was like leg there in the car. Boom! Yeah. I was like, yeah. damn, how'd they do that? that was crazy. No, it was clean. They did a they did a good job. It was I thought they did that whole thing because they set up like you knew something was gonna happen. Mm. Just everyone's reactions were weird. Vince was weird. Like you knew something was gonna happen. Can't say I knew the limit. Do you remember what when this aired? No, nah, I see, like I think in, I, in terms I, of pop culture, what was happening? I think I was away. I was away at the time. It was right after the Sopranos ending. Oh, and you remember how the Sopranos yeah, yeah, ends? Yeah, that had people going crazy. It had people going nuts, right? Yeah. They wanted blood, <laughs> and of course, Vince McMahon probably has never seen an episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> Someone filled him in on what was going on, and he said, "Y'all want blood? Oh, I'll give you blood." <laughs> Why did they blow up his limo again? He wanted to be off TV. Okay. But no, like, what was the story? Like, why did, what was the story? Like, why did they, the, they there, just. There was, just, the, so the story, there were, the, the story behind the scenes was he wanted to be done with television. Mm. And the line that he uh, apparently used was, I can't be on TV if I'm dead. So they were like, just no, kill me. I, yeah, who killed get him? Get me off TV. That was going to be the story. Oh, okay. Now so that makes just, sense. Okay. Who killed Vince McMahon? That was a pretty fire story right there, too. Well, I mean, it didn't have to be killed, but. I mean, the the thought process behind it I, it's was te- pretty. See, fire. that's the thing. Like, it's television, <laughs> yeah. right? The the biggest one of the, 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 the like, uh, uh, who shot Jr. Mm-hmm. is synonymous with the eighties. Yeah, and it's it's storytelling. And nobody looks at that like, yo, they shouldn't have played. Around he, yeah, with people that. always look at WWE like, oh, that's fake. Yes, you're right. It's a scripted television show. So why do you get offended mm-hmm. when Stone Cold Steve Austin or, or Brian Pillman has a gun? That was no, that was like, why does that bother ball. you? Because it's not real. Like, we've established this. It's not real. Why does this bother you? Yeah. And I thought I thought the Who Killed Vince McMahon story would have been fire. No, that sounded like it was going to be dope. They would have drew it out for a year, and it would have been Hornswoggle. It absolutely would have been Hornswoggle. It 100% would have been Hornswoggle, who was, like, having an affair with Linda or something like that. <laughs> the two that got me, like I said, was uh, – um, Brian Pillman and Stone Cold. I was like, yo, this dude's crazy. He's in his house. Pillman had to get the piece. And yo, they went, oh my gosh. They had me on that one. And then Val Venus. Well, I choppy choppy. I was like, yo, this is, that's not okay. Kane lighting um, Jim Ross on fire was pretty crazy too. <laughs> and JR was just back a month later too. Like, fire injuries is a month, month long injury. <laughs> they, they, they burned JR. They like broke his arm. <laughs> Yo, the, what are the weirdest Stone ones? Cold beat his ass in his hometown in front of his wife. Like, Jesus, man. One <laughs> of the weirdest ones, and and maybe it was real life things going on, but when JR was so pissed at the WWF that he brought fake Diesel and fake Razor mm-hmm. and was like, I had a stroke because of them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Did he really have a stroke? He suffered Bell's palsy. Oh. So I don't think Bell's palsy is technically a stroke. It's yeah. a 
paralyzes the side of your face. So, like, there's a stretch of maybe a year after his first bout of bell palsy before his second one yeah. where you see him and it's really noticeable. Like, his mouth is lower. His, like, mm-hmm. one half of his mouth is lower, one half of his eye is lower. I don't – I'm not familiar enough. I really only know the disease through him. Yeah. I don't think it's a stroke, but it's a really, like, painful thing that you go through where – a side of your face, and it's not even a side of your body, it's just a side of your yeah. face becomes completely paralyzed. And so that's why if you look back at some of that, like, 98 stuff, 98, 99, you see his mouth. That's mm-hmm. the So that was JR's first heel turn. The second one was when he had the little JR is raw desk, and, and Dr. Death <laughs> used to stand by him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he'd have his own little announce desk, and he'd be a heel announcer. That was after his second... Uh, attack of Bell's palsy. Oh. Yeah. So every time that... he suffered a medical ailment, they turned him heel. Oh afterwards. man, damn! Come on, dude. <laughs> damn. How about just give him time off? Vince used to use Vince used to together. use Jr. as a punching bag. <laughs> just, just, uh, remember... What do we need to do tonight? I don't know. Let's just beat Jr. Up. <laughs> I remember watching. That. I was like, well, damn. Like, why is the announce guy turning cutting the promo? Yeah. And he's using his anger to bring in the fake diesel and fake razor. Bizarre. Kane was the fake diesel. That's always my favorite. Yeah, name. Isaac. And Yankum he looked really good. Yeah, Isaac Yankum. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a tough segue back to the Kings, man. The Kings were put in a casket last night. <laughs> oh snap! And Zion Williamson took a sledgehammer to it <laughs> before Brandon Ingram lit that bitch on fire. Yo. I uh, I had tweeted out last night because it was true in my eyes. I was like, Zion doesn't look engaged tonight. He looks disconnected from this team. And then I think he had like 18 points in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And he still didn't really look connected. He, he was just uh, kind of like making moves. Zion. He is so unique. Yeah. He is so unique. I, I'm not trying to go on Wayne Boisson on him, but Zion mm-hmm. kind of needs to tone it up a little mm-hmm. bit, I think. Yeah, he he looks like he's got James Harden's big boy suit on. <laughs> and I've never I've never been of the belief that Zion needs to be lean. Right, right. Like I've never I like Zion's a big dude. Like people are built differently. Like right. as long as he's you could be big and be in great shape. Mm-hmm. He does not look to be that's in great thing. shape to me. Yeah, that's Which the, thing. the worst part of that is cuz you know, we're we're watching this last night and it's like you see it. You see all of it when you mm-hmm. watch him play like he's He's got it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just waiting. Yeah, we're just waiting for the next Sham Sharania, Adrian Wojnarowski text that says Zion Williamson has aggravated some lower body extremity and he's going to be out an undisclosed amount of time. Mm. And you know, it's always tough with him because you know if he suffers an injury or something like that. I mean, a lot of the times it messes with his ability to stay conditioned. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I know he didn't play on Saturday as I watched that game in the Universal mm-hmm. Studios line. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was hurt, though. It felt like it was just a rest day or something like that. Yeah. So that that's not the case right now. I I don't know. I It, it almost feels, and I could be wrong, it almost feels like he, he didn't come into the season this way. Seems like he's gotten – a little bigger as the season gone gone along. I could be wrong, but it didn't it didn't feel like this. Um, nah, there might be some validity to that. I it, it or or it could be I, <clears throat> not to stall him out. I don't know what he wears 
under his jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes guys wear padded compression tops. And I don't know if that's making him look – because when we saw him, there were some – there were plenty of videos, even his late his training camp, where it's like, oh, he looks, you know, good. Mm-hmm. Like he does, he, he's probably not exactly like if you if you're really rooting for Zion's success, he's probably not exactly where you want him. But you had to feel good about it. Looking at him last night, like first glance, it was like, yo. Yeah. Uh, but again, I don't know what he he wears underneath, so I want to yeah. be I want to be fair. And to also that. to start, like I don't want to. Trying to body shame the guy or anything like that. It's just kind of glaring. Like, yo, man, if he, he can be healthy at this weight. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. I just, that's right the, now, that's the thing that concerns me is is is, is he going to be able to hold up? Right. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? At that size, if he can, he's a problem. It didn't affect him yesterday because yeah. yesterday he, the Kings had no answer. There was a couple times <laughs> we were watching. Davion got switched on design. Oh, I said, "Oh man. no, oh no. man, <laughs> just get out of there, Davion. Get out of there. Like a little, Pull the chair. Like a bite-sized <laughs> Snickers, man. He was he was going to destroy Davion. It felt bad for our <laughs> brother out there. And that's one of the crazy things about this Pelicans team is you mentioned Brandon Ingram earlier. Zion's the same way. They really got some matchup problems with yeah. those two guys. They don't. There's not a lot of guys that can match up with those two guys, but um, the Kings really don't. Have a lot like Harrison a couple times was trying to guard Zion. It was like, bro, that poor Harrison. Yeah, <laughs> like, poor Harrison. What you gonna yeah. do there? Um, we will talk a lot more Kings. Uh, I promise. We'll also talk um, Monday Night Football as the Eagles have mm. established themselves the clear cut best team uh, in the NFL. Scott Goldbranson joins us at the top of the hour. Trista Crick. At the top of the 2 o'clock hour, Jason Jones in the final hour. We've got a sale going on over at DLoandKC.com right now. New merchandise available, 30% off everything. The Off-White Tributes are back. Mm. Uh, They're only around this time of year. Uh, They are 30% off, so you can go to DLoandKC.com. You can check out our new Insiders gear. We got a King's Beat edition of the Insiders logo. We got a Niners Wire edition uh, of the logo. And what appears to be already the most popular shirt the Oakland Forever FJF shirts. I, I need one of those. That's available yeah. over at DLoandKC.com. 30% off everything. No code needed. And our Trista Crick merchandise is up. Hey, TK. Pay attention to the detail that our man Dave Garcia <laughs> Designs put in there. Really, really TK great stuff. TK with the merch. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk more Kings. And we'll talk Monday Night Football when DLo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Uh. Jesse did mention there is one new hoodie I didn't reference uh, available at D1KC.com for 30% off. I put the over under on two and a half, the amount that we sell. Did OK Lake Show ever, did those ever sell? Yeah. Um, do you I think got, this hoodie I, does more than those did? Nope. No. No. I got an OK Lake Show shirt. People bought the OK Lake Show shirt as hey, a, just a joke. Look, I, I, I appreciate it. I considered. I can't even get this one. I considered making an OK Lake show hoodie for like fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> if you want it, you got to pay. You got you got to pay thousand uh, dollars. This new one is wild. Though. This one's crazy. Yeah, this, I, I was, I was like, oh. and, look, Dave, Dave, Dave Garcia designs Shout made the out. design. Yeah. So it was like, well, he made it, mm-hmm. so I'll use it, mm-hmm. and it's a hoodie that says, "Let's smash them boys." <laughs> Which, which for those who are aren't aware, that's a line that your boy insists on uttering 
when the Republic play. <laughs> Bro, nah, that can't. hoodie is only you can only wear that for the hours of the game, and then. No, nah, I can't even. I'm not. You can't even wear it for the hours of the game. If that. So it's not. It's not. <laughs> so, so it's all fun and games when I ask you not to say it out loud. It's not so funny when it's on a hoodie, huh? Yo, shout out Dave Garcia Designs, man. He's creative, man. He's creative. That's that's impressive. Man. I'm gonna put it on the screen so that y'all could y'all could y'all could see the the, the detail. It's dope. Man. Like no, the design he did that. is fire. He did that, no doubt. But the, the hoodie word, just come on. The man. the hoodie does in fact say, "Let's smash them boys." Uh, Come like, on, what do you, man. you know, this is your fault. You got to buy that off principle, fault. bro. You got to buy that. Like, you have to buy that. I mean, look, I might buy one. I might buy, I don't know. I can say I don't know if I'm wearing that, man. I ain't wearing it. You got to buy it and you got to wear it either for a game or you got to <laughs> wear it for I a said. show. No, man. This I is your wear. mess. This is your mess. <laughs> Where they say you made your bed, now you got to lay in That's it. That's facts. I can't wear that one, man. That's facts. <laughs> Here's the here's the design that's got everybody. Now that's that right one here. fire right there. That's the one that's got everybody buzzing. That one right fire, there. Oakland forever. F J F. Y'all could figure that out for yourself. Y'all know what it is. Mm. Uh, everything's thirty percent off. Uh, here's a couple editions. That of insiders the, one is dope. The Niners wire. This is the Niners wire edition uh, of the insiders right there. And then of course, if you got the Niners wire edition, you gotta have. Look at the Trista Crick joint. You got to have, there it is, the King's Beat edition. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Support our team right there. New merch. New merch. We even have the, the off-white and the, and the purple now. We do. See that? Limited time only. Limited that time Trista only. That Trista fire, too. Yeah, we did. Um, uh, Dave did, like, icon colors, association yeah. colors. Uh, he uh, did He did tremendous work you got there. That, you got a crew neck in that. That other one again. I see it down there. Come on, man. You gonna wear that? Oh man. You gonna wear that? <laughs> Look at that. It's the double hey, X. Look at that. Man. that. Let's come smash on. them boys. Dave Garcia, come on. You my guy. You know it's love, man. I, I, I'll buy one. I can't. I can't. Rock. I can't walk. Where, where am I supposed to rock that at? You. It's your. It's your catchphrase. <laughs> Look, I just think about the con. This is this is what I want y'all to do moving forward. When y'all laugh and think this is funny, and you encourage him to say it. Remember, Dave Garcia is going to make a design to put it on a shirt. I want y'all to start thinking about actions have consequences. I can't help it. I laugh because Kenny laughs. This hoodie, this crew neck, this Dave Garcia design is because of y'all. Y'all laughed. You encouraged him. Y'all thought it was funny and ha-ha. And now look, now we got a hoodie with our names on it. That's crazy, bro. That says, let's smash them boys. <laughs> and Connor, Connor, if you're listening, Connor, if you're listening, I'm expecting you to purchase yeah, one. Now, yeah, Connor got to get one. Connor might have to wear it. Connor, Connor is culprit number one. Yeah, yeah, Connor got to wear it, not me. No, you do too. That's your catchphrase. You wear, you wear, let me ask you something. You wear the NWO natural born heel shirt? I do. I mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah. 13th round? Yeah. Yeah, those are yours, right? Yeah. This is yours. Can I you, should have had Dave take my name off of this yeah. and it'd just be Casey. Well, I don't, no, I don't. You got to wear that. that game one of the next USL season for the mm-hmm. Republic. You have to wear it. The logo mm-hmm. actually could just come off. <laughs> well, look, now Tyler wants to know what size Bruce is so we could get him some merch. And it just dawned on me, Bruce might be out of school right now. Unless uh, Bruce got the week off. We got we to gotta get Bruce some 
Uh, and that nice lady who uh, had her grandson at the Kings game and everything that she probably listening to. Yeah, well, or they might just be like, uh, it might be like me when the uh, when my teams lose. I don't listen to nothing. Oh, that's facts. <laughs> well, shout out to the three hundred people who are in here watching to, and the countless. I would listen on to the radio. Dino and KC though, because just because we'll my talk team about lost, the history of the Survivor Series. Yeah, I was about to say just because my team lost don't mean that they're gonna be talking about that. We think about that. We ain't even couple the. We ain't even cover the gobbly gooker. In our Survivor Series rundown, we didn't even. That. Now that was even, that was Thanksgiving we night. Even covered that was a, Thanksgiving yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. They said Ric Flair was going to hatch out of that egg. <laughs> Instead, it was the gobbledygooker. <laughs> so many fails. They just zoom right past. That's why I like wrestling. They don't even worry about the fails, man. They just keep it moving. Was yesterday a fail for the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, yeah. You got to win that game at home well, against. Uh, a very good hey. Eagles team, maybe the best team in football. Not, I mean, they're number one in my power ranking, so they're they're the best in that respect. Eagles, Eagles just keep winning football games, and we keep we both have talked to them, talked about them, kind of being on like some sort of cruise control setting, not looking super impressive. They have six games, six wins, decided by one score. Mm. Their one loss, strangely, to the Jets, mm-hmm. decided by one score. They've been in close games all year. I don't know what that m- means, but it feels like you're, you're playoff tested in that so, regard. So, uh, I've, you know, I'm all about people keeping the same energy. And I know why this isn't the case. I know why, because I subscribe to <clears> it. <throat> Nobody was saying that about the Vikings last year. Vikings had the same situation going on. Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, they keep hanging on by the skin of their teeth. Now, the, the reason why is because, number one, the Eagles, this particular Eagles team has history of being the defending last year. Super Bowl champions. And my eyes tell me, my eyes tell me NFC this Eagles team is better than that Vikings team. So I don't subscribe to, oh, same thing happened with the Eagles. And they were, I don't subscribe mm-hmm. to that because mm-hmm. my, my eyes tell me this Eagles team is good. But it's the same thing. Like nobody looked at the the Vikings as, you know, battle tested mm-hmm. when they were winning those close games last year. Mm-hmm. They look at the Eagles that way this year. I think the Eagles are are number like I said, spoiler alert, number one team in my power ranking still. Um, when I look at them, they have the ability to make a play at any time, and their running game is one of the best in football. And the way they get after the quarterback is top flight. They're not really consistent throughout a game. Like, they just kind of – they don't look impressive throughout an entire game. But when they need to make a play, they seem to make a play. They do. Um, They're they're a really good football team. I mean, we can pick this apart. 50 different ways, Mm -hmm. but the most important thing uh, that you just said right there is they have history on their side. Mm -hmm. They have their appearance in the Super Bowl last year, and they have the fact that they, like Minnesota, whether this is fair or not, this is a lot, you know, we have this conversation about preseason rankings, right? When you're ranked number one, two, three, four, college football or basketball or whatever, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt a long way. You're going to get the benefit of the doubt 
in one-score games. You'll even get the benefit of the doubt against after I think you had five or six wins for a loss to a, 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 what's considered a bad Jets team. Mm-hmm. You get the benefit of the doubt in that regard. The Minnesota Vikings, they weren't preseason favorites last year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, okay, they've they've accumulated a nice little record. Uh, doesn't pass the eye test. Mm-hmm. We joke about it all of the time, not this version of the Pittsburgh Steelers, which made some changes on the offensive side of the football today, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I think it was Roethlisberger's last year, where I think they were the last team to lose, and no one cared. Yeah, they went like 11-0 yeah. and then lost. No yeah. one cared. It felt like it was more than I felt like. I thought it was like 13, but yeah, yeah it, it, does, it doesn't they matter. But, the, but, but, but Jesse, the, the, the point stands. No one cared. Like, yeah, cool, Chiefs, or like four other teams. No one cared. That's what the Vikings were. That's not what the Eagles are. The Eagles are they're they're in that they're in the they're in a position of power uh, because of what people thought of them, and rightfully so, uh, given what they did last year headed into this season. And to me, last night's win, last night's win was impressive. So the only thing that I'll say one score game or about not. that, and I'll, I'll use it from a a Forty ers lens, and for whatever reason, I hear our guy Kyle Madsen when I hear this. Mm-hmm. Feels like feels like some Kyle would say. If the Niners were the Eagles, and the Eagles were the Niners, I could hear Kyle Madsen and others like him saying, "The way you're, yeah, you're eight nine and one, but the way you're playing isn't good enough. It's not going to be good enough to beat so, the Forty ers Let me ask you this: What do you think people in Philadelphia are saying? We're the goats. You think okay. Because because what I think is Kyle watches this team extremely closely. Mm-hmm. Like he watches and then re-watches. Mm-hmm. And that helps form his opinion more than in, – in he's right there, we can ask him. That form helps form his opinion more than the final score of a game. Mm-hmm. And when Facts. you're when you're that, you know, deep in <coughs> – excuse me, when you're that deep into covering a football team or a basketball team – I think that shapes your opinion. Mm-hmm. We're watching Philadelphia from a different lens. We're watching Philadelphia from a national perspective. If if those guys in Philadelphia are riding with, we're the goats, so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching more from the sense of they're good, they deserve to be in the position that they're in, and perfectly fair that they're Super Bowl favorites. I don't have any problem with that. Are but if I want – they I mean, are I now. know what you mean. They are they're, now. They're, they're now. They are now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if I want more in-depth – Analysis. I'm going to go to someone like Kyle Matson. That's why I go to Kyle Matson for the 49ers stuff. He watches the game, does a podcast, go back and watches the game again before his radio show. Mm-hmm. He sees stuff that I'm not going to see. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 